The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. So all eyes will be on the finance minister, Tito Mboweni, as he delivers his budget speech for the year 2021. Of course, it is one of the most difficult speeches that he'll have to deliver because the country is going through one of its most difficult periods in history. As we are in the middle of a global pandemic, our economy is in tatters. And, you know, we saw the unemployment numbers coming out yesterday and they just highlight the kind of crisis that that we're really in. Now, small businesses are also going to be waiting to hear if the minister has anything in store for them. Dabohas is the president of the SMME Forum. He's on the line. Dabo, good morning to you. Hello, Dabo. All right, I seem to be having an issue with Dabo's line there. Asanda Madikane is founder of Latita Development Trust and an independent manufacturer of clothes. Asanda, good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to your viewers. And thank you for having me on the Talking Point. It's a pleasure to have you on, Asanda. Uh, Dabo will be joining us in a moment, but perhaps from your own perspective, as a small business in particular who is operating in the manufacturing industry, what has the last year been like for you? It has been a very difficult uh, situation, uh, Kathy, which has seen many businesses closing. There, there was a decline on the demand of our products. There was a decline on the individual buying. Most companies uh, insured increased debt. As a result, they closed. Many of our people were actually, uh, they, they, they lost their jobs. So for small businesses, it's, it has been a very difficult uh, period. And your own personal experience? Yes, uh, we we Latita Development Trust survived uh, because not all the sectors were closed. Mm-hmm. While the restrictions were harder right. on the companies, there were still you know sectors such as uh, your PPEs, your cloth masks, you know uh, that 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 we actually manufactured. So we we managed. We managed, um, but we were we were also living on a thin, very thin line. Mm-hmm. What are your expectations for this afternoon when the finance minister delivers his speech, in particular for small business? Yes, uh, for black manufacturers, we we need the financial resources. We expect a lot of uh, investment. I mean, clothing uh, manufacturing has declined over the last decade. Seeing uh, 577 people losing their jobs, which uh, 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 works out to 192 per month. Mm. So, and uh, uh, this is mainly because uh, most of um, uh, the products were actually imported, you know, from the outside countries. So, with uh, South Africa spending just over 103 billion on the on the imports. Mm. As black manufacturers, we would actually uh, like to have a portion of that. That will see us creating a lot of employment in our in our areas. You know, helping you know to bring uh, decency on 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 the livelihoods of our people. Mm. So we need uh, financial resources. We need the assistance in terms of compliance because you don't see the black uh, uh, manufacturing firms. Because they don't, uh, they're not into the mainstream. They are not able to to uh, sustain or pay for the compliance 
for them to to remain in formal mm. sector. There is no lot of knowledge. We need that upskilling. Government should not only give us money, but they should also assist in monitoring mm. the, the progress of the, the black manufacturers. Of course, when it comes to manufacturing, we've heard um, the president also speaking about it a number of times. He spoke about it in the State of the Nation address this year and even last year. He spoke about it and when he's encouraging everybody to buy local. And you'd remember that suit that he was wearing that he said he bought from a local manufacturer. Is the action of government aligning with the talk right now? Yeah, as things stand, Kathy, um, there is no, there is no action. Mm. Uh, I, I think also the the, the past uh, the pandemic has has also uh, disrupted a lot of uh, plans that government may have on on investing on the the black uh, manufacturers. But uh, we we sitting hoping that. Uh, when as the economy opens, things will change. And uh, what the president uh, has said, which we welcome and we were excited about, um, will also be implemented. This will change. This is likely to change a lot of things. I mean, the main thing uh, is the fighting of the unemployment rate. Mm, mm. It's very high. And we see it here. It's not uh, far from us. I mean, it's very it's very, very high. Sorry. Let me bring into this conversation Deborah Khas, who is the president of the SMME Forum. Deborah, good morning. Good morning, Kathleen. Thank you for having me. We've heard the perspective of Asanda Madikani, who, of course, would be representing his own organization and an independent manufacturer of clothes. For somebody who represents the sector more broadly, what are your expectations around the president's the, the minister's address, rather? Yeah, before I even answer that question directly, I would like to express my, um, I mean, I'm aligned with what Asanda has uh, shared. I mean, his sentiments, I think they are valid. Uh, mm-hmm. Our manufacturing sector is taking a blow. Um, and it is even more so pronounced in the clothing sector and other related sector like textile and so forth, mm-hmm. uh, which had been depressed even long before um, the lockdown um, and government ought to have taken advantage of the available opportunities including such as those that were brought about by the mass mart coming onto the onto the onto these shores but we seem to have missed the boat and with that we've created the space for the bigger economies like china to actually uh, be dominant even in sectors the way we ought to be uh, uh, playing a significant role uh, mm. but having said that my expectations with regards to the uh, the the budget speech would be we need specifics and timelines insofar as the project that government has earmarked for a post-COVID recovery, um, economic recovery. We do know, for example, that there are projects that are sitting within the presidency, you know, uh, the, the infrastructure uh, uh, project that have been run with partnership with public sector. But the, this, the, the, the sluggish pace with which this are being implemented doesn't uh, do well for confidence because some of the projects that we had hoped that by now would have been sought ready and implemented are still sitting within the bureaucracy between departments fighting over each other. What would be preferable rather is to have an overarching uh, folk, uh, uh, I won't let's say ministry, but uh, if, for example, the DTIC could be 
tasked with ensuring that all those projects that transcend uh, specific departments, mm. they are actually managed centrally to ensure that the speed with which is required for implementation uh, gets to be uh, gets to be gets to be in, gets to be made. Because at the current rate, we are not going to be turning the corner anytime soon, especially given where we were before the pandemic started. Mm. You know, one when one tries to understand where the the blockages in 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 the system are, sometimes it's not always clear to make sense of why what is said is not really the experience of lots of um, small business owners and uh, entrepreneurs in the country. Double Why do you think that is the case? Why is there such a disconnect between the promises that we hear versus? what the lived experience and reality of people on the ground is. I'm glad you talk about the lived reality because the lived reality is, I'll give it a, a very pertinent example, which is still fresh in our minds. We know about the reports of what is happening with the PPE procurements or NHI procurement within the Ministry of Health, for example. Mm-hmm. Such reports are, are mind-boggling that even after the pre-pass scandals or in the PPP, uh, procurement, uh, this don't seem to to waken up the ministry or the powers that be to say something ought to be done because we find that politically connected individuals muscle entrepreneurs out of opportunities where entrepreneurs could be better placed to provide um, goods and services at prices that are more uh, cost effective and, and, and in an efficient manner to government. Instead, we find that politically connected individuals would want to assume the role of providing to the state that which the private sector could, or especially as SMEs would or could be able to, to, to do. So that on its own, it just um, kills uh, any level of confidence in the system mm-hmm. and even the hope that things will turn around. When you look around you, that you know, actually it is a few individuals who benefit from the available opportunities. Mm. And that is something that we need to have a sense of that government is working on it to make sure that it doesn't really care. Instead, what we're getting is obfuscation and people hurtling uh, uh, from pillar to post. All right. Um, Asanda, perhaps from you, two very specific things that you would want the minister to speak about tonight uh, or today. Sorry, I keep saying tonight uh, because my mind is focused on the state of the nation address, which happens in the evening, of course. But two important things that you would like the minister to focus on during his speech um, in, that would have an effect or an impact on small businesses. Yes, on, on the small business side, uh, we, we really expect a, a minister to, to be uh, precise on on what is to happen when it comes to the black uh, uh, businesses and when is it when is it happening when is it likely to to happen so those those are the only two things i mean mm-hmm. uh, we need that guarantee uh, that government will invest on on black uh, businesses and when when are they going by when i mean mm-hmm. we, we need the timelines yes Talking guarantees, uh, just to let again on what Asanda said, we do know that government had set aside, I can't remember the hundreds of billions. The, 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 the loan guarantee scheme to the scheme. tune of 200 billion rand? Yeah, and only 20%, I believe. Yeah. 10% mm-hmm. of it uh, had been uh, allocated or dispersed. That mm. is 
worrisome because it means there's a blockage in the system. And to think that it is the private sector that was entrusted with that role of facilitating the, the loan guarantee scheme and they're still not doing it. It should be, it is worrisome on its own because we've seen many businesses being forced to lay off, being forced to go into liquidation because they don't have the, they're not liquid to ensure that they can sustain the business uh, operations. Uh, and government, we thought in its wisdom, had made that loan guarantee available, but it is not being implemented. So if the minister can come up and spell out exactly what is happening with that uh, set aside and what is going to happen henceforth in terms of monitoring and ensuring that it filters through to the intended beneficiaries. But Tabuho, one of the concerns that has been raised about that particular scheme by small businesses is that, you know, the banks are requiring the very same things that they would under um, under any circumstance in order to release that money. So the criteria seems to be one of the biggest reasons why uh, small businesses have not been able to access it. True. And we all know that financial institutions, by nature, they are risk-averse. And they even become more so risk-averse given the prevailing conditions where the, the economy is almost uh, uh, stalled. And I don't think government ought to sit back and say, yes, the, uh, the financial institutions can use that discretion in terms of how to disperse their account. Because government is saying, we will make good whatever it is that you lend out. So they should be relaxing their requirements instead of using the same SFX business as usual um, mm. mode. Because now the times are different. If you look at how President Biden in the U.S., for example, they are doing, they are going directly to small business, effecting the kind of relief that is needed where it is needed, timelessly, to make sure that uh, the businesses keep operating, the employers keep uh, are still being paid uh, their salaries. It might be reduced salaries. But we need decisive interventions to make sure that those funds filter through to the intended small business beneficiaries. Tabo Haas is the president of the SMME Forum. Thank you for your time. And Asandam Deni is the founder of Latita Development Trust and an independent manufacturer of clothes. It's